Okay, and we are live. We're live. Test, test. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back Hello to all. the High Button Podcast. Walkers walk for the walking ones. Today is March 10th. The year is 2017. It is a Friday. Um, it's a full moon? You yeah. don't know. You I can't just throw that out there. Um, we are on episode number 14, I believe. I lost track. Uh, it's 14. I'm feeling good about this one. I feel good about all of them. But nonetheless, I just woke up from a nap. I feel well rested. Feeling really mellow? Feeling real mellow right now. And I'm ready to get into this one. I need a nap, man. There's a lot of wires crossed on this yeah, table. what's going on here? Well, we had to clear the... For tangled those, up in a wired... For those of you listening, we uh, we used our kitchen table as the podcast station, and we had to clear the station to have dinner, a special occasion dinner tonight for uh, the high button. Uh, I guess you could call it a staff party. Sarah, our head chef, uh, prepared a meal for us. Hell of a, hell of a lasagna. Hell of a lasagna. Uh, thank you very much, Sarah, if you're listening to uh, for the dinner. It was great. But now we have all the podcast stuff back on the oh, table. I want to give a shout out to Berkey for a joke. Uh, head batch Nova Scotia. Berkey for a joke. Berkey for a joke. Speaking of tables, um, when we were setting this table up, it's an old-fashioned table. It took us a little while. Very sturdy, though. I'll tell you what table wasn't sturdy. Our little coffee date the other day. Are you listening to me? I am, sorry. I was just trying to make sure. that We went for coffee the other day, and we almost lost our cups of coffee on this wobbly table. Wobbly it, table. This is a... Common issue. Not only wobbly tables, wobbly chairs. I feel like a lot of this had to come in in the early elementary, junior high, high school days. Well, there's These, no tennis balls on the chairs. Anymore. How are you supposed to get a proper education? Thank you, sir. With uh, with a wobbly chair and a wobbly table. If I'm trying to make, uh, or if I'm trying to add up a math equation, and on the back of that math equation there's a table that's wobbly, how am I supposed to concentrate and get the best? answer possible i can't do it you can't you're all over the map and to me it's it's when it's at a coffee shop with such precious valuable merchandise on the table that's a whole different ball game yeah you might lose a coffee you might burn your leg you spill it on your leg you're wearing shorts all of a sudden you get a burned knee and a lawsuit yeah yeah it's definitely a whole different ball game if you have a especially like a restaurant you have like a thirty-four dollar steak on the table with a loose uh, leg on the Has table. Has that ever happened to you? I figure places that sell steaks like that have their tables under control. Mm, it might have, and I just didn't recollect. It might have happened to me. <laughs> You're not gonna rule that one out. I'm not gonna rule it out. I'll think about it later on tonight, and I'll let you know. But yeah, a wobbly table—it's not—it's uh, not doing society any I'm good. I'm gonna get a petition signed. For equality for all table legs. We should start... All uh, legs should have the same length and the same opportunities as, as other table legs. Two, four, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. We should get something going. We should start door to door. Where do you think the unevenness comes from? Because it's not made uneven. How does the table go from being even to rocky? Cobblestone? Cobblestone? Maybe it's not the table's floor. Maybe it's the floor. The floor's fault. Maybe the floor is uneven. Yeah, but the table should still be. Yeah. The floor. It's funny how people fix these problems 
by cutting corners, by putting a piece of paper underneath the table, by putting a tennis ball underneath the table. Like, you know, they try to add that extra weird amount of surface so it's not uneven. I think that table the other day may have been the worst I've seen. Outside, definitely, yeah. Because yeah, we ate, we drank a coffee there before inside, and it was a great I've table. Actually, I've spilled a pitcher of beer in a, situ- a similar situation no. before. On a wobbly table? Yeah, and it wasn't my fault. So Not, it was the table's fault? Oh, absolutely. It was indoors, too. Since we're on the topic of tables, I'm a big, big fan of the picnic table. But with that being said, if the picnic table, the seat is too close to the actual table, and I can't get my feet in and out properly yeah, with a- ease, then I'm not a fan. But if you can make a good picnic table correctly, put it in a nice park, I'm having a great day. That I don't day. think I've ever come across a picnic table that didn't have an ant problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> Well, that's ex- that brings up another reason why I'm not a huge fan of picnics on the ground. I don't like having laid blankets on the grass nope. and then putting food that you've paid for, that you've worked hard for, you know, to, to, to bring that food, food. Uh, to the ground. No. Why is it called a picnic table if you're supposed to picnic on the ground? Can you repeat the question? Sarah says, why is it called a picnic table if you're supposed to have a picnic on the ground? And I think my answer is a picnic isn't necessarily supposed to be on the ground. It's an outdoor meal at a park. Well, a picnic was originated back in the early 1920s where Donald F. Himmerman. Was it Himmerman? He was Himmerman. And he's Heimerman. the... Oh, was it Heimerman? It was Heimerman. From, yeah, the guy, from, the guy from Finland. Yeah, and he's the one that originated it. And it was originally on the actual picnic table. And I think it came around in the early... 1950s. No, Justin, there's not a damn chance that the picnic table was invented before the picnic. <laughs> so by your definition... So you, th- you, th- you think they made this table and then they said, damn, we need something. We need to create a type of meal to fit this table. Well, I was reading this picnic table book that turned into a picnic table and I just assumed <laughs> that the information in there that was given to me was correct. Maybe not. I'll look up on Wikipedia. That's probably the most accurate information, but... I could be wrong. Well, we should have a picnic coming up here soon, though. It, it, it's nice it's almost nice. It was nice out there today. There's definitely a nice picnic table somewhere in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. On the beach. Canada. The beach is going to be something. The beach is going to be beautiful. How excited are you to play basketball down at that court? I'm pretty excited. We could be... We could... I, I just like our odds beating people on a two-on-two game here. We just know... We know each other's style of play. <laughs> hey, I mean... I've... I don't know what the, I'm confident, the skill level is around here. I'm confident if anyone walks up to us and tries to step to us that we're going to be able to... to that's that's to, what I'm going to do if they come at me. What are you going to do? Well, you don't want to know. Okay. What are uh, we talking about? Wobbly tables. Yeah, so the wobbly table, not a fan, but I think that goes without saying. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone is a fan of a wobbly table. If you're a principal out there... Can you think of a scenario where the wobbly table is a good thing? If you're playing marbles on it, no. Uh, no that's <laughs> if you're doing like connect four, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think the table's too hard. Anyways, enough with the a table. table has to be. No, let's let me do a little speech here. If you're a principal out there, you're a restaurant owner. For God's sakes, even if you're a coffee shop owner and you have a wobbly table out there, tomorrow morning when you wake up and you go to work, do the high button a favor. Go. You know, take the table out back and just give it a little repair. Bring a hammer, bring a nail to it. Try to fix it just for the guests. Okay, they're spending their hard-earned money there to sit at a table that you've put your name behind. And the least you could do is make sure that it's not wobbly. That's all I have to say, okay? 
Someone has to say it. Someone has to say it. If I'm not going to say it, who's going to say it? Especially if you're a principal. Because I remember being that kid trying to do the math equation. And I just could never get it right because of the wobbly table. I'm blaming the wobbly table on my education. Next question. Uh, we have a fan question. Oh, sorry. I thought I missed something. Oh, no. Sorry. A fan question from Enrique from Enrique from Ecuador. Oh, is that... in? I know him from Ecuador. Yeah, he's a good guy. Now this is a this is a classic question, and I'm pretty sure we've all been asked it before. But I want I want to I want to get into some detail here. Boxers or briefs? Do you care to care to field this one? Um, I'm gonna take this one. Well, I want to. When you're done, I'd like to. Yeah, of course. Two cents in. I'm a fan of the boxer brief. Well, I the two one. It's got the style, but it's the but brief. It's got the support you need. It's not all. It doesn't bunch up. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't think there is another option. If you're not wearing a boxer brief, I'm not sure if I trust you. What is going on? Oh, he's got the cord all wrapped around him. Get a good grip, man. Okay. Keep, keep going. No, that's. I just. It was short and sweet, but. Well, in my earlier days, I was definitely uneducated when it came to the whole underwear game. Oh yeah. Um, I was a boxer individual, probably, all the way up to the late late grade 12s it's um, disappointing I had a wedgie every day for my entire life until up until yeah up until grade 12 yeah um, one day I just walked into Cleves where Kevin worked and he told me about his new product called uh, Sax Sax yeah. nice he, product that was uh, that's not a sponsor by the way that's not a shout out that's just the kindness out of my heart mentioning their name and it, it changed my uh, it changed my life it changed the way I walked it changed the way I uh Walked into a room, my confidence level was through the roof. Knowing that I didn't have to adjust anything below my waist was um, See, was definitely one thing off my shoulders every day. I had some I had some problems trying to find the right fit. I, I even went a while I went a while with nothing. I went underwearless for about six months. I I've and it was I've been there. It was uncomfortable. See, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Don't get me wrong. I'm past those days. I've grown up. But during my free swinging days with no underwear, I don't. It was they were good times. Yeah. Uh, do you have something to add, sir? I we, just like your choice of words with free swinging. We have a bystander today listening yeah, to. We our, have a one-person audience here. A live show. Yeah. So to answer your question, Enrique. From Ecuador, yeah. He has a great pool in his backyard. He invited us over for he invited me and my family over a couple months ago. It was uh, he's a nice guy. Nice barbecue. To Ecuador? To Ecuador, yeah. So he wants to know what kind of underwear you wear when he invited you over for swimming. Yeah, it's true. Well, you it don't wear underwear when you're swimming. <laughs> I've done it before. Really? Yeah. Well I think that's another great thing about the boxer brief is that you you know it's a Oh, as the trunk? You can yeah. wear it as the trunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't. That's I, another kind of addition no one really thought about that you could. I hate the, I hate the swim trunk. Well, when, you're not really much of a swimmer. When people wear board shorts, hmm. like, in public, and they're, they have no and intent they're not the in going swimming, it drives me nuts. What else drives you nuts? I have a segment called, you know what, pushes my buttons. So save that. Okay. I'm going to save it. What were we talking about? Boxers or briefs? Yeah, so I'm a... I didn't get the answer, or did I? I'm a boxer brief. I'm a combo. And I'm a boxer brief guy as well. So thank you to Sax for changing my life. I owe you a lot. 
Have you tried uh, Stance product? It's very similar, I think. Uh, no, I've tried Fruit of the Loom though. They've had some good uh, Champion. Got some. I've stuff. never had Champion. No. Okay, hey home. You wanted to speak about your post shower drying off routine, and I'm I gotta tell you I'm flabbergasted. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Don't you just take the towel and scrub? Well, here's the thing. Yes, essentially you do just take the towel and scrub. And it was honestly two months ago I discovered that I actually you know wait a wait a second I have a routine here. I almost I dry myself the exact same way every time I get out of the shower, and I didn't realize it until about two months ago. Oddly enough, um, would you care? Do you want me to tell you how I start it and how I finish it? Okay, so I just want to clarify. It's the same. It's not strategic. You don't. It's a, you don't think it's better than another way of. No, drawing. no, no. It's not strategic. Oh, I just. Oh, okay. I just. It's I was, the same. I was there. It's the same. Left arm, right arm, over the back, on the chest. Then I go down to both legs. Then I do underneath the, you know, the under area, and then. It's, but I just do it the exact same way, and I kind of found it interesting that I've how many times have I showered in my life? Over twenty five thousand times at least. <laughs> and I just thought, okay, wait a second. If I'm doing this twenty five thousand times every single day, what? I mean, every, for the, for my entire life, I'm definitely picking up a rhythm here. And I just thought it was interesting how the brain works. How you just you shower every single day and you dry yourself see, every see, single to day. Me, to me, <laughs> see to me, it's. Uh, priority thing. It's what is the wettest and what's gonna get dried quickest. So do you do hair first? Usually face or hair. Yeah. I don't go too hard on the face because I usually shave after, and mm. I like to have some moisture on. Interesting. Well, my strategy with shaving is as long as my face is warm and it's hot, it's still good to go. So as long, it doesn't have to be wet. But you know, I sweat after I shower because I take steaming hot showers. Really? So when I even when I dry my face, I'm still sweating afterwards. Yeah. I'm gonna pat the face though. Yeah, you still have to pat and the face. Always shimmy the, the back. back. Shimmy? Yeah. yeah you, do you dry? Is there another way? No. Do you put gel in your hair in the morning? Not always. I usually wait till my hair's dry. When you put? Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's what I was. That's well, you got, we both got the same stuff. We got the Russell. Yeah, but my to follow that is I like my hair a little bit wet when I put that really? stuff. Really? So your yeah. hair's supposed to be dry with the Russell. Is it? I don't know why. I'm not sure what the difference is. Well, anyways, I uh, actually, you know what I like to do also is put gel in my hair before I shower. What? Yeah, and then I shower. I don't put shampoo in, but then I feel like it almost melts the gel in my hair, so it doesn't even hold like a better hold. But that cleaner look, I could be in a fucking Axe commercial I if I know, wanted I to. I don't be. know, but that's even that's though different. I hate those commercials. It's different. You don't like Axe commercials? Yeah, they always got the guy that I don't know. It's just I, I just don't like the, the people like they them. cast for those I like commercials. Them. I think they got. I like some of them. They've gone a little astray sometimes. I've used your Axe body wash in there. It's very... I've never used the white bottle, the purple stuff. It's good, though. What's it called? Summer Nights or something? I don't know. Speaking of Summer Nights, we should go drinking tonight. Oh, no. No, we shouldn't. I'm By the way, the local liquor store delivers. We discovered that last night. That was a big <laughs> moment. We had more than one delivery. <laughs> yeah. More than one delivery last night. Well, you can't just expect to discover that and use it once. you got to use it at least twice the first time you, you hear it's, about it's it. It's not a... It's not like a pizza where they got to make the pizza. They just grab it and go. They're like 10 minutes. But my question is, why, even, yeah, why don't they just pick up other stuff on the way? Who says they don't? If you ask them to, they probably will. Next time we do it, we should ask. I've like, asked, by the way, we have a, we yeah. got a pizza that needs to be picked up. We'll give you an extra $10 on the tip or something. It's. I think it's. A, it could probably work because it's probably a more laid back it's, job. Yeah, I don't think the the, the rules structure is anything 
set in stone as of yet. It's probably a new process. Probably haven't been doing it too long. I'd like to sit down with a Domino's pizza delivery guy. We'd like to sit down with one. And interview him and ask him some questions. Should we He's, have one on, has, the, on the podcast? You know what? We'll go into Domino's tomorrow. We'll see what we can do. Why Domino's? Uh, I just feel like that is the most... Not popular pizza, but just the most uh, internationally known brand for pizza. And it's the most commonly thing that people would just order. Domino's Pizza Delivery Guy. It's just, it's the same. Is there a Papa John's out here? I want to say yes. Don't, Mark, don't. Sarah, do you know? No, I You don't know? Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would be a great interview. I bet the Domino's Pizza Delivery Driver has seen some things in his day. Hmm. I think it's over. Uh, I'd like to know how many times they get robbed. You think they get robbed, or just like the pizza? Just like it's who gets robbed more than a pizza delivery man? I don't know. I've never or woman. asked one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. I guess we will. You know what, Justin? I'm gonna twist things up here. Put you on the spot. Okay. I want you to throw a hypothetical my way. You're at a golf course. It's mid July. <laughs> You're wearing a black t-shirt. It is hot as balls out. But I'm wearing a black t-shirt at the golf course, so it's not a high-class golf course because there's no collar. Exactly. There's mosquitoes. You're not comfortable, but you're on the second hole. You have, so you, that means you have 16 more holes to go. To go. <laughs> I just want everyone to realize that math out there. And all of a sudden, the course instructor comes out, and he's like, Hey, listen, buddy, you can't, be, you can't be out here with a black t-shirt on. Okay, you need a polo. So you're scrambling. You need to wear a polo to finish the next 16 holes. And you really want to play, even though there's mosquitoes and there's shit going around. You got a 2-4 beer in the, on your cart. What do you do to get a polo on your back in the next 30 minutes? The club, Go. The, club shot, the clubhouse. Great. That was a good answer. That's simple. Perfect. They got a nice array. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really the only option. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You can never have too many golf shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're out golfing in the first place, chances are you have some extra money on you because it's expensive. You're not going out there on your last 80 bucks. No. You're going out there with some extra money. You might as well buy the golf shirt. Sometimes maybe they'll even have something on the sale rack. Mm. And But you usually... So you wait some on the second hole, really? So you got to drive the yeah. cart back to the clubhouse. My question is, why didn't this guy stop you when you were at the clubhouse to begin with? Yeah, I, that's what I want to know. Like, What's this he, guy's problem? Why is he waiting until the second hole to come get you? And why isn't he wearing a polo? No, the, he is wearing a polo. He's the golf. He's the golf course director. We should golf this summer. Yeah. Do you want to come, Sarah? Do you golf? I no. Yeah, well, you can drive the cart. I tried to hit a golf ball once. How did it go? I couldn't. I couldn't hit it. Couldn't hit the golf. Ball. Couldn't is not in my vocabulary, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> you can do anything you put you your mind to. You couldn't comprehend what that meant. <laughs> I'll teach you. Okay. Golf is probably, of all the sports, the one that's harder than it yeah. looks. It's definitely not the man's best friend, like sport-wise. It's not. What is? I think it is. <laughs> what? It's like the man's sport. What do you do on Sundays? You golf. Okay, maybe I was wrong there. Anyway, um, you could come and drive the cart. I'd love to do that. But then we gotta get two carts. Okay, maybe you might just have to. What do you mean? Well, because it's two people per cart. Okay. Forty-five bucks for an extra cart. Is it forty five bucks? Yeah, I guess that, that sounds about right. I don't know. I'm just see. Then it's just me driving a cart while you guys play golf. 
You, might, be... you might as well just go go-karting or something. Yeah, pretty much. You get caddy? I've never driven a golf cart. Cart? It's very fun. It is fun. It's dangerous. If you're drunk, it is even more fun. How fast can it go? Uh, I've, seen, I've seen people lose consciousness while falling, <laughs> out, falling out of the car. Didn't someone like break their arm on a trip or something in PEI? Oh, there's too much stuff. That would be, if you're comfortable with telling some stories about PEI, that would be... We'll keep that in the back pocket. We'll keep, come golf season, Okay, we'll, we'll bring that up. We could get some good footage this summer on the golf course. Yeah. Some great footage. Absolutely. Um, so it's time for Fan and No Fan, Justin. My favorite time of the day. Is Justin Belanger a fan of fish as pets? Is a fish a pet? Wow, that's a great question. A fish is a pet, uh, but with that being said, I'm not a fan of SeaWorld. I'm not a fan of things that are in captivity. So what's the difference between a goldfish and a bowl from a whale in a pool? Well, it's so, between a goldfish and a dog. Say that again, sir. You have a dog. Yeah, but a dog is free to roam. Is it? You, get, you, just, you lock the gate every single day so it can't roam. Yeah, but dogs are happy. How do you know the goldfish isn't happy? That is true. That's a great question. That's, that's... I don't think goldfish have the mental capacity to be sad or happy. Have you ever seen the movie Finding Nemo? I think I've seen it once. That fish, the dad, he was pissed off the whole movie and he yeah. lived in the ocean. <laughs> you know. Well, the ocean's a dangerous place. It is. Have you ever been in? Mm, I don't think so. It is a dangerous place. So, I'm not going to get all political here with... Um, with the answer but i do think that a goldfish or just the fish in general can be a pet yes but are you a fan of the goldfish or the fish in general you you can get exotic here no i'm not a fan of it okay okay like i can't what if you have a it's a what if you have a pond in your backyard are you getting fish oh pond you never said yeah that's a whole different ball game yeah definitely what if but what uh, what's how big does like what if you have a really big fish tank See, then that becomes a little bit more fun. If, like, fish will grow three times their size based on their environment. Really? Mm-hmm. How do you... For those of you who couldn't hear that, Sarah says fish will grow three times their size. their size depending on the environment. That's news to me. Well, if I had a lot of money and I could afford a big-ass fish tank and put a couple sharks in there with a couple lobsters, yeah, I think that'd be wicked. <laughs> but if it's just a fish swimming in a little bowl with... I just I don't get it. I don't get off to that. There's nothing to that to me. There's I can't. Yeah, it's, it's not weird. But the only, the only pet I like less than a fish is a bird. Mm. Do you see the peacock I had on? Or not a peacock? The mic the macaw I had on my shoulder. It's a parrot, wasn't it? It was a macaw. I what? asked the lady. <laughs> macaw. <laughs> I'm cultured, people. I know so my birds. You're not a fan. Not a fan. Are you a fan? No. I'll tell you what else I'm not a fan of. What aren't you a fan of? And I should be a fan of them because they're there to make sure that some of my favorite establishments are kept up to date. But I'm not a huge fan of the health inspector. The health inspector. This is an interesting subject. Yeah, it's... It's an interesting job. It's an interesting profession. It's an interesting living. I have a question. You're a health inspector. You walk into a place. Yeah. It's a disaster. Is this an exciting day for you, or are you pissed because you got to work hard? I feel they're not excited because they have to fill out a lot of paperwork. Yeah. I feel like if they walk into an establishment and they see rat poop on the floor, 
that's a good two to three pages of writing. What? Rat poop is two words. On floor, another. That's four words. Rat poop on floor, behind sink, also in kitchen, and in roof. Might be in fridge. There's a lot of. <laughs> that could be a few pages. It could be a few pages. But I'm gonna tell you why I disagree with you on that. Go ahead. And it's. I don't think you get into that profession if you're not passionate about it. You don't just, you don't just end up as a food ins- or a health inspector. My dad was a food inspector. My grandfather was a food inspector. I come from a long line of snitches. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they might be happy to go home and be like, guess what I found today? I found a fucking hippopotamus in the fridge. Like, You know what I mean? Maybe they are excited to find the big one. They walk in the door, kick their shoes off. And another thing. Do you see what Jerry found last Wednesday? <laughs> he walked into the cooler and there was a, you know. A possum. Yeah. A family of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet that guy, like, how do you get employee of the week at a <laughs> at an inspector job? Do you catch the most, the most stuff? <laughs> it's just, it's, think of all the rat poop. Mm. Yeah. And the terrifying thing about that job for a bit, for a restaurant owner is the no heads up. It's just the, hey, I'm the food inspector. I'm here to look around. It's like, man, give me an hour's notice. Like, you got to be a good guy in that industry. Well, that being said, I like if you're not prepared to to deal with the nitty-gritty stuff as a business owner, don't open a restaurant. It's true. That's the tough thing about opening I, up a I restaurant. would never open a restaurant because, really? because of all the bullshit. Like, all the little stuff you're going to worry about. Mm, there's a lot of shit. It's it's to me it's just it's not it's not worth not, it yeah you got to make sure the food is fresh like these food shows that are yeah, going on it's, all this food and you gotta like oh like you take inventory on lettuce it's like, yeah you gotta try to cut back on the meats on sandwiches it's unbelievable have you ever seen the show with Gordon Ramsay there and he like inspects the kitchens and the food and Gordon Ramsay the chef He's, uh, I've seen uh, Bar Rescue John, well, that's, that's John, close enough John Taffer. His last name's Taffer? John Taffer. That's close enough. But yeah, there's a lot that goes into it for sure. Yeah. Is that show still going? What show? Bar Rescue? I want to say yeah. People love because bars. I'm, I'm, but I'm pretty sure I saw, I heard a stat that majority of the bars that he has fixed up went under anyways. Oh, so like this, they could just get their last two cents in with him? Because these bars must get paid from the show. So they're like, know. all right, listen, come to my bar, get to tear it up for an hour, and give me five grand. Uh, I don't know. I think you might be way off there. They get a free makeover. Oh, do they? Yeah, they remake the bar. TLC is an interesting... Is that what it, no, it's on Spike. That's yeah. another interesting channel. I've binge-watched Bar Rescue before. I've binge-watched... I've never watched any reality binge. I don't want binge reality. No, I'm... I'm I'm past those days, but there was a time in my life. I was big into um, as I peer off into the sunset. You really got me thinking about golf, man. I cannot wait to golf right now. Yeah, I don't have any golf clubs. Though. I, I I'm gonna have to buy clubs out here. We can rent them, not buy them. I, I might just. I I need new golf clubs anyways. Can you mail golf clubs? Like, can yeah. you can we get them shipped up from Halifax? Yeah, but I, I need new clubs anyways. So I might as well just. You're righty or lefty? Righty. Want to share a golf club? Yeah, sure. That day golfing with Mike and I don't know where where did we go? When was this? It was last summer. It was like around three o'clock. It was out in like Sackville. It was out by his like new house. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Anyways, it was a great day. Remember like that old guy tagged along with us and he only played the eight holes or nine uh, holes. Oh yeah, he was really good. 
Wasn't well, he? I don't think he was that good. Anyways, that was the first time I golfed in like a long time, and it was just a great, great day. Yeah. Huge fan of golf. Uh, it, you know what it's time for? What it's presses your buttons? You what? know what pushes my buttons? You know what pushes my buttons? Well, what pushes my buttons what is pushes when the buttons? goddamn radio stations take a beautiful song and they try to make their little remix to it with the mts, mts, mts. They remix Adele to play in the club? Yeah. They had, they have uh, that uh, John... Uh, Mayer? No. John... Lennon? No. How, why can't I? He's the... No, 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 no. No, no. You know who was in Vancouver today uh, or yesterday? Who's that? The 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 guy with the glasses, piano player, he's from Britain. Elton John. Elton John. <laughs> he's in Vancouver. Really? Yeah. He's Did you a, see him? No, but I was reading. John about. Legend. Yeah, they got. He had a song, his hit single. There was no drums in it whatsoever. It was just piano, and then they added the. Oh, I mean, leave the song the way it is. Fuck the radio stations. I, I don't. Hate I don't radio stations with a passion. I do too. I like I, I like too. serious radio. I do too, but the the regular nine to five radio it's it's not it's not for me. That doesn't make me a bad person. I got in a little Twitter war once with a radio station back home. Good for you. And stand up. You for know what they point. did is they sent me was it a phone number or an email address for someone? And I I forget if I emailed or called, but it was an invalid address or number, whatever they did. And so they sent you a wrong number. Yeah, just to make it look like the public they they were trying. Yeah, to. they tweeted me publicly saying that here's how you can contact whatever you're looking for. Just and then it wasn't even real. A lot of the stuff in the radio station isn't real, right, Justin? Yeah, you're right. See, that's the beautiful thing about podcasting; it's real. Like the scripts they used to give you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we can't talk about that. Yeah, well, I'm not allowed to talk about that. I'm under contract, unfortunately. Are you still under yeah. contract? Yeah. She messaged me like two days ago, but I said I couldn't do it. Why'd you say that? Because I was working at the Those the bakery. Yeah, those were those were fun though, but it's still bullshit. Um, don't listen to what they tell you. Listen to the high button podcast though. We'll tell you straight. Everything we tell you is real, hundred percent real. No sugar added. Organic comedy. Vegan. All right, well, I think that's uh, all we have for today. I appreciate everyone listening and tuning in. If you have any fan questions or anything you'd like for us to know, make sure to hit us up at our Instagram page, our Twitter page, our Facebook page, our YouTube. Actually, no, don't hit us up on YouTube. But look at our videos on YouTube. Fan questions. Fan questions, okay? We're at the high button at everything. We appreciate your loyalty for listening to us. Uh, We do it all for you, so thank you very much. We do it for you and the money. We'll uh, we'll tune back in probably two days from now. Pittsburgh Penguin game tomorrow. It's gonna be ridiculous. I'm gonna definitely give a full full review on that. I'm gonna go talk to Sid. He owes me some money. It's gonna be nuts. You we'll, think the uh, liquor store people would deliver me a coffee? Thanks for listening. And we're out. <laughs>